Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach is wasting the time of both the buyer and seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using shallow and outdated data. Your organization can overcome these challenges with technology that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to better outcomes like more pipeline, higher win rates, and larger deals. We call this deep sales, and we've built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash trial. That is linkedin.com slash trial for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash trial and get started. There they are. Trump and Melania, for the first time in six days, in the rain, getting soaked. Then, super spreader wedding disaster. 159 people quarantined and 30 COVID-19 cases after the country club wedding. And the couple who went the extra mile to have a safe wedding day. Thank you, perfect. Plus, thinking of renting an apartment during the pandemic? You won't believe what happened to her. I just got scammed out of like over $2,000. We haven't heard from the guy. Clearly, it doesn't look like he's gonna show up. Then, the billionaire accused of driving his neighbor nuts. With the theme song from Gilligan's Island. Imagine having to listen to this all night long. And stalked by this creep for four years. Wait till you hear who he was. It was absolutely terrifying. Plus, inside a toilet paper manufacturing plant. So this is where it all starts. What they're doing to keep America supplied with TP. This giant row can cover a family of four for life. And military quick change artists. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The president and first lady have not been seen in public since Joe Biden was declared the winner of the presidential election. But today they emerged, paying their respects on Veterans Day at Arlington National Cemetery. Back home at the White House, word is things are getting really tense. Rain poured down as President Trump and the First Lady arrived at Arlington National Cemetery to commemorate Veterans Day. They were accompanied by Vice President Pence and his wife Karen. Melania was dressed for the weather in a full-length tweed coat. President Trump's expression was somber as he saluted the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. It's the first time we've seen him in public in six days as he continues to refuse to accept election defeat. Allies like White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany are hitting the airways, insisting there was widespread voter fraud. We keep hearing the drumbeat of where is the evidence? Right here, Sean. 234 pages of sworn affidavits. These are real people, real allegations. Fox's Laura Ingram interviewed a woman who says she was a Nevada poll worker, but she was in silhouette and her voice was altered. As I got closer, the envelopes were being torn open. There were two people dropping the envelopes and two people ripping them open and turning and facing the van and drawing on them or marking them. 
some of these votes happen to say Donald J. Trump. This video appearing to show that a poll worker destroying it, Trump ballots was widely shared by Gee, Trump's lawyer Rudy Giuliani and picked up everywhere. Okay. But um, it turns out Trump. it's fake. The guy is a TikTok prankster. They've got nothing. There are two recurrent faults in these complaints. One, the numbers of ballots that they're talking about, if they're even talking about specific ballots at all, are minuscule. 53 votes here, a couple hundred votes there. Number two, they just don't have the proof. The controversy is driving Stephen Colbert nuts. Yesterday, I was pouring champagne to toast the new administration, and today... I will cut you if you come near me because there's some crazy going on out there. In a front page investigation today, the New York Times went to every state looking for evidence of fraud and found none. You have Democrats in this article, Republicans in this article, election officials all across America saying no widespread fraud. President-elect Biden and wife Jill marked Veterans Day with a visit to the Korean War Memorial in Pennsylvania as he appealed for patience. Today, Georgia's Secretary of State announced that state will conduct a vote recount by hand. It'll be done by November 20th. President-elect Joe Biden is ahead in the state of Georgia by about 14,000 votes. And experts say the chances of a recount changing things is unlikely. If you've missed out on a family get-together, you are not alone. According to The Knot, 97% of couples have postponed their wedding because of the pandemic. And these newlyweds may be wishing that they had, too, because their wedding is now being called a super spreader event. Emma Cagliano has more. This bride's lavish wedding has become a COVID-19 super spreader event. Sydney Piscatello and James Rugnetta tied the knot at an upscale country club on Long Island with 113 guests. Now 34 guests and staff have COVID-19. 159 people have been quarantined. Six schools have been shut down. The wedding here at the North Fork Country Club flouted the state's maximum number of 50 guests for a private event. Authorities say they had more than twice that number. Now the club's liquor license has been suspended and it's shut down for two weeks. One third of all of those in attendance. Think about that for a moment. One third of all of the people attending this event have tested positive for COVID-19. Governor Andrew Cuomo called the wedding obnoxious and irresponsible. We should not be going to weddings. We should not be really dining in any kind of closed space. I think about proximity and prolonged contact. These are the two P's that increase your risk for COVID. Sydney is a tax auditor. Her husband is a chef. So during the pandemic, how can you or can you have a wedding that's safe for you and your guests? Well, it's not easy, but apparently it can be done. We did catch up with a bride and groom who went the extra mile to keep their special day as COVID-free as possible. Bride-to-be Deanna Vela was worried she might have to postpone her wedding. Nearly half her guests were declining to attend. They didn't want to come because of COVID. But Deanna decided to carry on with her big day and hired wedding planner Tila Kerrigan to plan a COVID-safe event at the Baker's Ranch in Parrish, Florida. Sean is physically measuring the six-foot distance in between chairs. Same goes for tables inside. The theme here is safety. Staff and vendors are temperature checked. Can I take your temperature real quick? Sure thing. Thank you. Perfect. All guests are advised of the rules. We just ask that while you are inside and walking around that you have your mask on just to be 
respectful, but if you're outside, it is not required. Tables at the cocktail hour are strategically social distanced, and crowding at the bar is a no-no. I actually just had a COVID test today. I get one every week for work. The safety aspect of it is a good idea. Families are seated together, staying within their social bubble. Those who chose not to attend were able to watch on a live stream feed. For everyone watching, the ceremony is going to start in just a few minutes. Then the magic moment. Deanna and David exchange their vows. I now have the privilege to pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss your beautiful bride. All the guests wear masks as they make their way into the reception to be seated. Even with all the pandemic protocols in place, the grand entrance for the bride and groom is dreamlike. Same for their first dance. Dinner is served. More rules. Wear your mask and do not touch the plate. Only staff handles the plates, and guests are required to return to their seats before another table is called up to avoid a crowd. After dinner, a big group photo. Masks a must. When the music starts, everyone keeps their distance. It may not be what they envisioned, but this bride and groom couldn't be happier, knowing that they and their guests were kept as safe as possible on their special day. They actually created the environment that we wanted, um, so, you know, safe, comfortable, and we still have a great time. Our congratulations to the newlyweds who, by the way, have postponed their honeymoon until next year because of the pandemic. Right now in a lot of cities, you can get an amazing deal on an apartment. But be warned, if something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. This young woman thought she had found the perfect place, but when moving day came, she didn't get the keys. She tells Stephen Fabian she was scammed. Los Angeles comedian Vicki Eisenstein was forced to move due to the pandemic. This just seemed like my dream place. She was ecstatic when she spotted this spacious one bedroom in West Hollywood listed online for just $1,100 a month. But when she asked the listing agent to see the place in person. He told me that it was because of COVID that he wasn't doing in-person viewings and showings. She only agreed to the sight unseen arrangement after he emailed her a rental agreement and licensed broker number. I showed the rental agreement to my parents, I showed it to my boyfriend, and they all said it looked pretty legit. She sent a $2,000 deposit and recorded her excitement. I'm going to head over and see the new place. But when move-in day came, no realtor, no keys. I just got scammed out of like over $2,000. She called the police. And now we're seeing if somebody lives in Unit 1. I've got the sheriff's department with me. We'll get to the bottom of this. And there is an actual guy who lives in Unit 1. So that's... <laughs> this is so messed up, guys. It's a scam that's happening everywhere. In New York City, we spotted a listing on Craigslist for a one-bedroom at this luxury building with spectacular views. The price, $1,200 a month. Great deal. So we contacted the agent. He told us because of COVID, he couldn't show the apartment. And instead, he sent a pre-recorded video walkthrough. Seems kind of fishy. He also sent a copy of his realtor's license and driver's license. All we had to do was send him first month's rent and deposit. It's now move-in day. So we've been outside the building here waiting for about an hour. We haven't heard from the guy. Clearly, it doesn't look like 
he's going to show up. So we actually found out that the apartment that was supposed to be available, the penthouse apartment in this building, it's actually already occupied and it goes for $4,000 a month, not the $1,200 a month this guy had it listed for. The lesson, don't rent an apartment without seeing it firsthand. This was supposed to be my dream place and apparently it is somebody else's dream place. Well, the management for the building in New York tells us they're absolutely horrified that people are being taken advantage of during this crisis. And here's a tip. If you can't see the apartment in person, insist that you be given a live virtual tour so that you can see the realtor and make sure that that apartment that he's showing you matches the one in the listing. It is one of the most classic TV theme songs of all time. Gilligan's Island. No, I'm not going to sing it, but it is pretty catchy. Would you want to listen to it over and over all night long? Well, that's allegedly what's happening in a neighbor dispute unlike any we've ever seen. Timberay has details. Everyone knows the iconic theme to the 1960s classic TV show, Gilligan's Island. And now it's driving this guy nuts. Tech entrepreneur Mark Tofik says he can hear his neighbor blare the Gilligan's Island theme over and over. Imagine hearing this on a loop all night long for hours at a time. He shot cell phone video of the nightly disturbance. It's certainly one of the most bizarre neighbor versus neighbor disputes I've ever covered. Imagine the Gilligan's Island theme song allegedly weaponized to drive your neighbor crazy. So who is the neighbor allegedly blasting the song? He's a billionaire named Bill Gross, and he lives in a $32 million mansion in Laguna Beach, California. The feud stems from a glass sculpture worth $1 million and the netting put up to protect it. Mark Tofik says the net blocks his view of the ocean. Bill Gross says the net is necessary to protect the sculpture. Police officers have been called numerous times to calm things down. While you were in Mr. Tofik's home, did you hear any music playing from outside? I did. What kind of music did you hear? I heard the theme song to Gilligan's Island. The war between the neighbors has landed them in court. The billionaire, his neighbor, in this war over Gilligan's Isle. Court continues on Monday, and it is expected that both sides will be taking the stand. And speaking of classic TV shows, remember that sad-looking Christmas tree from the Charlie Brown Christmas special? Well, now there is a real-life version that it totally fits for this year. This pathetic-looking Christmas tree just went up in downtown Cincinnati. And what a perfectly lame tree for what many say is the worst year ever. Gaping holes and drooping branches led to comparisons to the famous Charlie Brown tree. I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Hopefully with a little fluffing and decorating, the tree will look just fine in time for the holiday season. They are already selling 2020 T-shirts with an image of that tree on it. As Charlie Brown would probably say, good grief. Next, stalked by this creep for four years. Wait till you hear who he was. It was absolutely terrifying. Plus, inside a toilet paper manufacturing plant. So this is where it all starts. What they're doing to keep America supplied with TP. This giant roll can cover a family of four for life. And military quick change artists. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. 
This woman says a creepy guy has been following her around for four long years. And wait till you see who the stalker turned out to be. Creep caught on camera. The surveillance video showing a stalker in action, loitering outside his victim's home in the dead of the night. He paced around my front porch, screaming into our nest camera that he was going to find me and that he wasn't going to stop coming. Maddie Molstaff is living a never-ending nightmare. For four straight years, she has been stalked by this guy. Maddie says the first time she was sleeping when she heard a knock at the door. He just showed up, said let's talk, and I sent him away a little confused. Um, and then it kind of really just escalated from there. Two weeks later on Christmas morning, Maddie and her family woke up to this disturbing shrine, a Bible open to a passage about Mary Magdalene. He believes that he is Jesus and I'm Mary Magdalene and that we are meant to be together. How did that make you feel? It was absolutely terrifying. Maddie also received this unsettling letter from her stalker. I do love Maddie. The only thing I want in this world is the chance to show you who I really am. So who is this guy? His name is Logan Ursini, and he's a former high school classmate of Maddie's from Union County, North Carolina. And four years later, he keeps coming back despite several arrests and convictions for stalking Maddie, who is now 24. In fact, every year, she has to face him down in court to renew a restraining order against him. You're 10 feet away from somebody who scares you. And every time that I have to get up on the stand and testify, I have to tell him that I'm still scared of him, which honestly makes me feel weak that I have to do that. And he blows kisses at me and winks at me. Why are you speaking out? I really just feel like the laws are not in favor of victims. I have met so many people along the years that have told me that they've been in similar situations and every single person told me that I needed to learn how to protect myself because the laws weren't going to protect me and I find that extremely unacceptable. Maddie wants stalking laws changed so she doesn't have to go to court every year to renew the restraining order. When we come back, how one toilet paper plant is keeping up with the demand. In some places, panic buying is back, so this toilet paper plant is working overtime. If panic buying starts up again, you can bet everyone will be grabbing the toilet paper. At the thundering Procter & Gamble plant in Utah, our Victoria Bacano found out how they're trying to keep America supplied with Charmin. We're producing record levels right now to meet the record demand that we're seeing. Right. P&G's Tommy Montoya says paper like this is first mixed with water in that machine behind him. And it's going to come in here into the pulper, which you can think of as just a giant blender. The mixture produces these one-ton monster rolls. They're enormous. They are. A special truck then takes the giant rolls to the next stage of the process. We're going to take this big roll, perforate it, cut it up, and get it into the rolls that you would see and find on shelf. That would be this machine, which slices the rolls into your standard household size. So that roll is ready to go. Then they're wrapped into multi-packs. Fresh off the line. Now that, this is what you want. That's what the consumers want. Imagine this, this giant roll of paper, which is called a parent roll, according to P&G experts, on average consumption can cover a family of four for life. Do you predict another shortage? It's, it's impossible for us to predict what's going to be coming. Right? What we know is that we've worked hard to ensure that our supply chain is able to meet the demand that we're seeing now. 
Looks like they're ready. When we come back, honoring our veterans on Veterans Day. Finally today, decades ago, pinup models boosted the troops' morale. And this Veterans Day, they're back. They're military quick-change artists. Watch as these veterans go from wearing vintage World War II-inspired pinup outfits to their uniforms, dolled up 40s-style to ready for service in the blink of an eye. It's all to promote the annual Pinups for Vets calendar, which raises money for veterans and troops. Here are the 12 calendar ladies for 2021. They span all branches of the service. We have everyone from Brittany, who was a jet engine mechanic in the Air Force, to Lucy, who did international disaster response for the Coast Guards. Megan served in the U.S. Air Force for three years. Claudia is an Army vet. And Marceline served in the U.S. Navy. It's really just a celebration of us being fierce and credible women. Thank you for your service. And on this Veterans Day, we do thank all who have served our country. And we thank you for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show. It's going to be coming out every Thursday. So exciting. You'll you'll be saying to yourself, TGIT. Thank God it's Thursday. We're going to be talking about all the things that hopefully obsess you in the same way that they obsess me. The election, economics, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. And I know that I listed that fourth, but... In importance, it's probably second. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? I mean, talk about innovative. Listen to The Weekly Show with Jon Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. Always on the go? You can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on the CBS Mornings On The Go podcast. Listen to CBS Mornings On The Go ad-free on Wondery Plus. Once upon a beat. Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me DJ and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the New Kids and Family Podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat.